My name is Megan, and secretly I worry that I am Visor 3 because a personality test told me that I am a supervillain, and I have to deal with that a lot this episode, and most episodes now. back to Minds at York. I'm Megan. My name is Alex. And I'm Tim. How are you two doing tonight? Pretty good. How about you? I'm okay. I am here. Yeah. Tim? It has been the long week. The long week? And I am the tired. After. Channeling your inner starfire there, huh? Yes, yes. Thank you. I was like, why do I know this? Yeah. I am exhausted. I am so sorry we couldn't have a better book for you to read in your exhaustion. I liked this one. You are a great equalizer. It is why we keep you <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, for anybody who hasn't been following along, we read Animorphs 39, The Hidden. It is a Cassie book. And Tim, I really hope you re- wrote a recap. I did. Awesome. Let's hear that. Cassie is at the barn when Eric shows up. The Yurks have rebuilt the Helmicron ship and can find morphing technology. They're going for the cube, which is in the barn. Cassie runs to the garden and meets up with the gang. She ends up on a truck with an African Cape buffalo. She acquires and morphs and escapes Visser 3. With some property damage. Cassie and Tobias encounter the buffalo again, who now has Chapman's face. It had touched the cube and acquired Chapman earlier. They can't help it, so they meet back up with the gang. Eric had constructed a device to distract the Yerks. The Buffa human could expose the Animorphs, so it has to be dealt with. There's a big fight, and the Buffa human shows up to save the day. There's more fighting, and the Animorphs retreat. The Buffa human acquires Visser 3 and takes him on. Cassie and the Buffa human are left behind. The Buffa human and Cassie are both injured while escaping Visser 3. So Cassie demorphs, and the Buffy human morphs Chapman. The gang takes off again and heads to the ocean. Cassie does it again and lets an ant acquire her. The Cassie ant mutant attacks Cassie. Buffy human saves her. Buffy human gets drakened to death. Cassie morphs a bird so she can morph whale and drop on the helicopter which is chasing the rest of the group as dolphins. She misses. Luckily, the helicopter ingests a bird and crashes. The Helmicron tech is destroyed. Maybe? The gang revives Cassie and they all head home. During my recap, I... <laughs> Instead of writing the, r- the word retreat, I wrote... Retweet. (laughs) (laughs) 
At least it's not subtweets? Of, yeah, it sort of changes the whole sentence, and that's why I kind of like... What was the sentence there. again? There was more fighting, and the Animorphs retweet. Yeah, that sounds like the 2020 version, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now, I also enjoy that it's Buffa human, but it's Aunt Cassie mutant. Yeah. My question is, if instead of a buff a human with a human head and a buffalo body, we had had a buffet human with a human body and a parrot head, would the book have been demonstrably different? Yes. Follow-up question. On. Can you use the Helmicron's morphing sensor to find a lost shaker of salt? <laughs> no. I thought you were going to go with a minotaur. No, That's I really was... what I... Yeah. Parrot head, buffet yeah, human. No. I, I get it. I going get it. in a very specific direction, Tim. Yeah. But when, <laughs> when you said buffet human, I, I did not think buffet human. I thought reverse, instead of a buffalo with a Chapman face, I thought of a Chapman with a buffalo face. Which I want to call a Chapator. I just. I feel like Chapman is not a buff man and if you gave him a buffalo head he would just fall over oh, was, <laughs> apparently there's a uh, there's some art of centaurs learning to walk and it's very similar to that yeah i and got I, a feeling they they land on their head quite a bit yeah i was supposed to look at that when we were having the debate about centaurs and pants again now the thing you need to know about the chapator tim chapator yes is that it still hasn't cleared clinical trials and is not FDA approved yet. <laughs> but it will help keep your cholesterol down. When and I if mean, it is I'm approved. glad you went with cholesterol because I was about to say what man disease is this going to help? But it's going to cause like 32 others. I well, mean, yeah. yeah. So this book was ghostwritten by Laura. Oh, shit. Betty Yanni. Uh, no, it's just when they have great last names. Oh, I thought oh shit was like a <clears throat> college nickname or something. I feel like you desperately want, like, a, a, what are they called, quotation mark nickname in life? So that people introduce you as, like, Tim the Centaur. <laughs> oh shit, I just said your last name. I gotta remember to leave that out. <laughs> but no. Also, if you don't refer to me as the Centaur for all of eternity now. I mean, I have like 20 other nicknames for you. I don't know why I actually went with the centaur. <laughs> the Timtar. No. The Timtar. Oh my god, I hate it. That's now top I'm half Tim, a... bottom half Tim. Top half Tim, bottom half Reptar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that. Okay. Oh, did you guys see the... Okay, so on Twitter right now, there's this like... I can't remember if it's nine or 12 shows, and you have to pick three. And yes. one of them is Disney, not Disney, Nickelodeon shows. So what was trending in was just Legends of the Hidden Temple. And I was like, holy shit, please tell me that they have somehow found some kind of cave in the middle of city or something has just like exploded. And this is how we're all going to get out of our houses and everything. But no, it was really just it was super disappointed that it was just this chart. But by the way. It did not pick Rugrats, and I kind of regret it. The problem is the Temple Guardians got out in New York. <sighs> that is a problem. And now if you don't have one of the uh, medallions, they're going to snatch you right off the streets. I have a really weird necklace 
that has a triangle on it, would that count? <laughs> if you think it will fool the temple guardians, it's worth a shot. That's absolutely, you know that that's, that's like just a long running MacGuffin from like the beginning of podcasting for us. Yes. So it's, yes. it's got to lead to something. This is our act too, I guess. <laughs> Three years later, finally. Yeah. It pays <laughs> how, off. How many strange experimental concepts can we cram into a single podcast this month? <laughs> All I know is that I am brain dead. I experienced the video doctor today. That was fun. So <laughs> it's going to be a wild episode. Did he, did he fix your video? No, I had a doctor's appointment, but you can't go see doctors right now. And my doctor is like, bless her, she's old. So it's a video and she can't hear me. So the entire video is of her ear. And I'm just like. <laughs> so just to recap, this doctor did not tend to video. No, she was on video. Oh, it was a video chat. What a video doctor. Video that killed like the radio a, doc. That sounds like the, the people that work at Best Buy. The video doctors. I'm about 95% sure there was like an electronics store in my hometown called Video Doctor in the 90s. What are the Best Buy people called? I'm only coming up with Nerd Herder. I know Geek that's right. Geek, Geek Squad. Thank you. Okay. Nerd Herder? Yes. The nerd herd being from Chuck. Yes, that yes. I knew. <laughs> I knew I had the wrong thing. I just couldn't. Was think the nerd the right herder one. the car? Is that what the car was? The nerd herder? Probably, yes. Okay, so this was ghost written by Laura Battiani Wise. She also wrote The Exposed, which was a Rachel book with the squid on the cover. Um, with the one of the Pimelite books, Pimelite ship books. Okay. And the conspiracy, which was the one where Jake's grandfather died. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't hate her books. Her books are alright. We're just in a weird time. The thirties are just a weird set of books, and I know I've said this several times. Because yeah. I think of... about life every time you say it. Yes. Yeah. But uh we're finally coming out of it, so things are yeah. going good. So is this your new favorite? No. No, no, no. Okay. I, you know what? I was actually sitting back and talking to someone about the podcast, and I talked about what my favorite was. And when I really sit down and think about it, if you're not talking about any of the like chronicles or out, outside books, if you're just talking about straight number books, it's going to still be the capture. Number six? I think the, the one yeah, the one Jake? where... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my favorite book. Um, yeah. So what you're saying is it peaked early. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's we're not done yet, so it's not, you know, official. I think the first twelve are amazing. Thirteen, maybe fourteen. Sixteen. The David Saga. Through the David yeah. Saga. I'll give you through the David Saga. Actually, you know what? So I was talking to this person about the podcast. I was like, Hey, have you ever read Animorphs? And he was like, Yeah, I read them when I was growing up. And so I told him about the podcast. And uh this is the same person we were talking about, baby centaurs. But um uh I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Yeah, I read them when I was growing up. He's like have you gotten to that one where they trap the one kid as a rat on an island? <laughs> Thank God, no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, you need to be careful and lead to people with, I'm reading know, it for the I first should. time. Because we got some crazy shit coming up. Yeah. Alex, what did you think of this book? This one was a mixed bag for me. Yeah. Um, 
The first half, I think, is pretty solid. And I like that for parts of this, we get kind of a mix of the whole team in the book a little more than some of the other more recent entries. Mm -hmm. But the back half really could have used, like, a good editor pass. Um... It's not that there's anything in it that I think is, with one exception, particularly out of character or doesn't fit in the way that maybe moments in other ghostwritten books haven't. It's that there are things in it that just feel either rushed or a little sloppy. Like, I had to go back and reread about five pages a couple of times to make sure I wasn't missing something. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I think just... Eyes and another draft for for part of it would have helped. Yeah, I'll agree. It it we've had a lot that have felt very out of character, and it didn't necessarily feel out of character for this one. Um, I definitely like got halfway through and went, yeah, I got to start this over. I have not retained shit. <laughs> so, but I think that's me with most books at the moment. So that yeah. that may not be anything about the actual book. The only character thing in this, and I'm not, I'm not even, I don't think this is unique to this particular book. I think this is always, to some degree, an issue in Cassie books, and it's just really, really front and center here, is sort of the quick back and forth between, oh no, this animal that maybe sometimes has a semi-human or human mind must be protected and preserved. Okay, let me rip the throats out of 16 hork and 38 <laughs> taxons. Yeah. Like, especially the hork like, you guys are helping aid a free colony of these dudes. And I get that you've got a blanket live free or die from them, but you're splitting hairs at this point, and that's coming from me to Cassie. I, I I kind of, like, generally, there's nothing that you just said that's wrong. <laughs> but the only exception is that the, the Buffa human is not making an active threat, and the Hork-Bajir are. No, so but its, it's existence like... is a threat to them. And I'm not saying, I'm not even saying I think Cassie's wrong about the, God, I wish there were a better term than Buffa human. Yeah. Um, can we just These can we just buffalo? name him like Jeff? Jeff the yeah. That's yeah yeah we'll call him Jeff. Jeff. No, Jeff's a land shark. Ted. Ted the yes. Ted the yeah. Ted's a little a little like ironic since you know like Ted's Montana grilled and the bison burgers. I think okay, probably. fine. We'll just call him Hetty for Hedrick. Okay. Okay. All right. Because he's Hedrick's head. I yes. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got there. Yep. Good old Hedrick Diggory has to die at the end. <laughs> I get what you're saying, and I think yeah. that at some level that is the necessary distinction. But the buffalo does have to die at some point, and it gets to a point where like Cassie is fighting off controller after controller, and as long as they're not human, we don't worry about their dying. Yeah. But yeah. then also actively saving the buffalo who has to die before this book is over. You know, you say he has to die, and given the situation, 
it does have to die, you know, like because of the way the narrative fell. So I would absolutely. But also, does he? Could they yes, not have to. him morph like a Jack Russell Terrier and then trap Maybe. him in it but for this, two can hours? Can you this imagine is where a I'm... creature that doesn't really have that brain capacity trying to understand while well, it was one creature and now it's not? This is this is what I'm what I'm getting at is that I would love to see an all like a sort of an alternate history of this book where they aren't under the time constraints of the attack from Visser Three. Like, I realize that that's the whole reason that this happens is because of Vister 3's involvement. But it would, I would love to be able to see what they do with Hetty were that they didn't necessarily have to eliminate him. You want, like, the random Saturday afternoon when, yes. when, yes. when like, a wolf has gotten into Cassie's sump pump and yeah. Yeah. licked the, the cube. <laughs> yes. And exactly. then nuzzles. Cassie and turns into her. Yes, this is exactly what I want. I just would love to see how Cassie, like, because no doubt in my mind that Cassie tries to keep this this animal as a pet and tries to, like, grow it, I guess would be a term, or, like, you know, help it exist with its new Take situation. Take care of it? Yes. Grow it? No, 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 no. No, grow it, it because it, it, I'm sure it would, she would try to, like, help it master its... Nurture. The word you nurture. want is nurture. 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 Yeah, nurture. Nurture is the word that I'm looking <laughs> grow for. Grow it because it's now a plant. In nature versus nurture, this is 100% <laughs> nurture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I would absolutely love to read that book, but I get why that is not the book that I got because the book that I got wouldn't have made sense. Like, if Mr. 3 isn't pushing them the whole time, then none of this happens. Now, I think so. it would be great if for the last 13 books, Cassie had, like, <laughs> a pet dog who actually was, you know, a water buffalo. Yes. That would be really cool if this was the point where you find out that she's had this, like, secret animal, and it's like, no, guys, I've been taking care of this creature. I got this. And it's like, oh, shit. I, I believe the term you're looking for is familiar. You get this... And- Dark Animorph familiar. <laughs> Animorph familiar. Yes. You get the uh, dark timeline where Cassie is running these like Island of Dr. Moreau experiments. <laughs> she has to have a goatee. Yes. That's the first thing she does with the cube. <laughs> yes. I just, I feel like this book has a lot of good ideas. I really like yes. the idea that the Yerks got this morphine tracking ability. I feel like it could have been use for more books not just like a quick 30 minute episode um i like the idea of creatures getting morphine abilities but i think it kind of negates everything we've had up to the this point because the concentration needed the amount of like yeah like yeah, it doesn't jive with the story yeah especially with the ant like i was fine with the buffalo the ant showed yeah. up and i was like i'm done i'm out yeah <laughs> i was more fine with the ant than i was the buffalo because that buffalo at best kicks the cube the ant at least had to stay on the cube for a solid amount of time but, the, but I, like if, even in the beginning they had to touch the cube and they had it wasn't just the contact of the cube if one ant in that hive mind has the ability to morph and pay attention to that doesn't that mean that all of them can now morph? No, because they would have to physically contact the cube. Yeah, it's genetic, not... I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I do... I, I really... Like, I enjoy your idea of the ants that could, like, stack themselves into one, like, large ant. <laughs> and then morph. 
And I think that would make for a fun story. Yes. In fact, I want to write that story. <laughs> she didn't kill that aunt. Tim's like, never mind. I have nothing else to take away from yep. this. <laughs> I'm going to be busy for the next couple hours. I also think that we are vastly underestimating the willpower of ants. Because as we well know, an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. High hopes. Oh, Jesus. Well, this ant could. This ant was like apparently like four foot tall or something like that by the time it was done. Like, surely it could move a I just plant. cannot imagine a creature that is part of a hive mind focusing on this girl that apparently he crawled on and got a good enough look at as an ant. Focus individually outside of this hive mind long enough to start morphing. Unless he's like the Cassie of ants. Oh, no, you are absolutely right. Unless they want to try to, like, explain it at some point later as, well, humans have to concentrate because they have cognition, but yeah. animal instinct kicks in, and that's why you get these weird, like, back-and-forth mixed-morph things. But, yeah. I mean, we also, I mean, no, the whenever... No, I can make sense, because the buffalo is in this fucking truck. Like, you're fine. I agree with Tim. It doesn't really touch it enough. But... Can like being in a space by itself and then suddenly something magically appears and like I would focus all my attention if something just magically appeared in my apartment after thirty something days of like being here alone. I'm fucking. And then you'd alone. go step on it. I would not <laughs> step on it, but there'd probably go, be a lot nah. of screaming if the apartment ghost finally like took corporeal form. There'd, <laughs> there'd be a lot of screaming. Okay, so uh, maybe this ant doesn't really fit into the hive mind. Like a mentality. He's kind of a loner, a bit of an outsider. <laughs> no, because as soon reason. as he's disconnected, he freaks out and starts screaming. Yeah. I no, mean, no, no, no. This is, this is more of a Disney main character ant movie. All right. Well, so Tim works on his bugs, li- his bugs Life Animorphs. I wasn't saying a specific fic. one. It was kind of a kind of a concept. Do be I was going to say, next. so he it's just, the 2020 version because they all somehow look like Tom, what's he's, his name he's now? Very much the Toby of of ants. Everybody just looks at him and says he's different. I Tom love Cavanaugh now given Tobias a nickname. <laughs> no, Toby the, the Jeremy's daughter. Toby Hamey. Toby oh, Hamey. Okay, gotcha. The Harkbazir seer. Man, it has been a while since I've written an animal sober. And me and Tobias are nowhere near that, that <laughs> level of relationship where I would call him Toby. Nobody's so. near that level of relationship <laughs> with Tobias. No. No. Um, what's the, the kid that plays Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Thank you. There's like a meme where all these like animated characters look like Tom Holland. Mm. So... All right, so Tom Holland plays the ant. That was my point. The, the disconnected ant. Tom Holland would have been a good Tobias. Tom Holland would have been a good Tobias. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I don't know. I feel like he's too chatty. He could not chat as much. He is an actor. He is an actor. I just don't know if I've seen anything where he's not super chatty. I also just watched Onward last night. Decent movie. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's like a D&D movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll watch it. I don't know. This book is just... So anyway, so he goes to lead the ants, right? <laughs> like, they realize that they now have to stop Visitor 3. 
and he somehow Voltrons the ants together because they realize that he should be leading the ants because he's different. And that's how it ties into the whole, like... So this is just going back to the fact that you shouldn't be a sheep and that exactly exactly yes so it's like one third bugs life one third animorphs one third braveheart yes what was that ants movie about like i know i I saw it it i know i saw it in theaters what did a bugs life ripoff they came out around the same time yeah they were they were in production simultaneously i know i saw it too but I mean, Woody Allen plays the lead in it, so I haven't given it any more space in my brain since then. Yeah, (laughs) other than the fact that I think it's Ants with a Z. It is. Okay. Did y'all see my post on Facebook today? No. No. Go look at it, and go follow Stakeums on Twitter. Oh, I've I've seen the Stakeums stuff all over. Just gonna throw that in there. That didn't really relate to anything. (laughs) Also, Tim, stake them. I hardly know them. Fuck <laughs> you guys. Steakums are delicious. I'll say it. The Man, I'm going to talk about expressed. Love is Blind. Neither of you yeah. watched Love is Blind, but Steakums reminds me of Italian beef and the fact that this guy literally proposed to a girl and went through this whole insane thing with her because she couldn't. she knew how to make Italian beef. And then when it, like... The reunion happened and everybody was like, um, do you regret all this? And he's like, no, I didn't. But she never made me Italian beef. And I just, I need Stephanie. That's what I need right now. I'm going to text Stephanie. Italian beef is the name of my new ska band. (laughs) Fair. Fair. That's a good one. (sighs) Is Italian beef like a... Oh, it's like a process. Oh. You you raise a cow in Italy? No. (laughs) I don't think they have any cows anymore. I think all of Italy just has been bombed. No, it's a process. Because I did the same thing. I was like, how hard is it to... No, it's like you got to dry it and add spices and then dry it and age it and blah, 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 blah. blah. Anyways. Just a twice-dried beef. It's more. It's like a. It's a process. I like got bored reading it about five minutes in. <laughs> Could you make it out of buffalo? Probably. Can't you make anything beef that is now buffalo? Is eating buff a human cannibalism? Why must you ask difficult questions, Tim? Is Actually, yeah, now my question is: Is eating centaur? Do you kill the buff a human when it's buffalo? Or part human or human, and then try well, to eat I, it. What if I kill the buffy human when it's part human, part buffalo, and then I only eat the buffalo parts? It depends on whether you get light meat or dark meat. Huh. Also, it's not like it's a line. Can we talk about the fact that they've used this fucking, I'm in the air, and now I'm going to turn into a, a humpback whale? Three times now? Yeah. Three yeah. Times, yes, three times. Yeah. They don't also, even acknowledge the third time in this book. She's like, yeah, I'm doing this again. I did this recently. Like, you did this in, like, book eight or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or book nine or something it like that. It was great too. the first time. Also, all I can think of is what... Okay, so usually when they're all in bird morph, Rachel has to carry the heavy stuff. And by heavy stuff, I mean, like, the watch. Because she's yeah. the bald eagle. What the fuck is this anvil? That an osprey can carry 
The anvil it's is the metaphor. is the whale. Yeah, the whale oh, was the metaphor. Okay, that makes more sense. I was in, I was so confused as to how she was carrying this. Okay. The anvil is the whale, and my arms are not the hammer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little Doctor Horrible reference for everybody. Oh no! What is Doctor Horrible? You haven't seen Doctor Horrible sing along vlog. The fact no. that it has sing-along probably is what keeps Tim away from it. Laundry but day. Also, here I am. That. I think I own it. Under things, tumbling. Wanna say, love your hair. Here I go, mumbling. It is... Oh my god, I can see him in... Doobie Neil Patrick Hauser. Harris. Thank you. And the guy from Firefly. I cannot remember anything. Nathan right Fillion. Now. Thank you. Felicia Day. Yes. So... Neil Patrick Harris is an evil scientist who is in love with Felicia Day. And with his freeze ray, he will stop the world. You need to watch this, except for the fact that it's Joss Whedon. 100% love it. I, I refuse to not watch Joss. Like, I love Firefly too much. I will never abandon Firefly. I mean, that's fine. And we all have our problematic faves. Buffy is also, yeah. But... You should watch this. You would love it. Okay. All right. I will add it to my list. Also, you uh, why should... Don't we do, why don't we do a group watch on the Discord? So, group watches require somebody to be available that works a lot. <laughs> I feel like that is... A uh, subtweet. Are you sub... Yeah, you, I just got subtweeted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, also... if you want to do group watches with us, join our Discord. And by us, I mean Meg and me... And yeah. the occasional joke about how Tim isn't there. Yeah. I heard I got roasted on last <laughs> pretty hard. I sent you one I of the pictures that was great. I feel like roast was an extreme description of my love life is like Timothy, absent. <laughs> <laughs> I did win the round with that one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I guess quick plug for our Discord. We do movie nights when we can, and we do Jackbox every Friday currently because the world needs more Jackbox. And we've got fun new members. Yes. People come from all around to join yeah. us to play Jackbox. It's good times. We've there for it. found another game that you're going to really love. Is this the alien thing you were yes. talking about? Yeah. Yes. Apparently, I'm just an alien. <laughs> like, every single time, they were like, well, Megan's definitely the alien. And it's like, fuck you guys. Now, I defended you that last time. I knew you liked Portland. Y- yes, that was the thing. They were like, who likes Portland, Maine? I was like, I literally vacationed there a year and a half yeah. ago. Two years ago. <laughs> Portland, Maine is, like, where I wanted to retire. It's fine. Now, the selfie thing <laughs> might have just been an impulse. Yeah. <clears throat> and also, in, weren't you an alien when you were defending me not being an alien? I wasn't an alien at all last night. Okay, then it was Ollie. Yeah. And the only round where I said you were an alien, you were an alien. <laughs> yeah. My pumpkin was really good, though. Anyways. Your pumpkin was. Thank you. Getting better at the drawing stuff. So... Is it just me, or have we really had any overarching story? Have we talked about this? 
Um, we had the conversation a long time ago about episodic versus serial. Yeah, it's been like really episodic. Yes, this it is has. incredibly episodic, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't I... really need to read these in order lately. You're right. You don't. There's nothing that states. I mean, outside of the fact, I think Marco mentions. Nope, that might have been the fact that the next book is a Marco book. Yeah, we've had some hooks here and there. Um, actually, more in Marco books and maybe Jake books than anywhere else. Yeah. We had a, a mention a couple of books back about the Helmicrons, which I feel like, I think I even said then, felt like it was there to sort of remind us for an upcoming thing who they are. Yeah. 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 Um... But in general, no. Like, since Visser, really there's not been any status quo change. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, even how they kind of defeat the helicopter is not... I mean, I'm sorry, that the fact pissed that they me off. Can we the, talk about... Yeah, let's talk about it, because, yeah. Also, birds getting oh, sucked into on. engines, really, really expensive claims. Yeah. No, I know, and that's why I loved it. I, you know, I, you're saying it pissed you off. I, as soon as I read it, I was like, "Oh, they're going to need to make a bird ingestion claim." <laughs> and, and then I absolutely so bad at myself for introducing that to you. <laughs> Here's there's a line that this book balances mostly successfully throughout with the buffalo, which is. It kind of bonds with Cassie-ish early on. And then kind of follows her. It's a herd animal, so like the animorphs sort of become its herd once it can morph. Because like it kind of sees them and mimics them. And Okay, cool. I can buy that. And I can buy its like being nearby and crashing in and joining fights. That happens like three different times. But I can, I can go with it. Having this plan that is a plan that they've used before twice. They really should have mastered it by now. That then, well, and worked the first two times. That this time screws up kind of clumsily. Like in a way that didn't totally make sense. And then... Hey, a bird flies into the engine, deus ex machina, pigeon ex machina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seagull, I guess, Seagull. ex machina. Like, it's just so... No, I, I agree. 100%. And the only reason that I enjoyed it, like, just... were it not for the fact that I got to make a bird ingestion claim joke, I would have hated it. <laughs> it's literally the, oh shit, we've got four pages left. Seagull! Yeah. Yeah. I know at least one of those times was a spaceship. Is this the first helicopter? I mean, is there it's just the like a... It's the first helicopter. Because that would have been like real, like, possible consequences. Like, had she made contact with it? I, I don't know what a helicopter blade would do to a whale. I mean, probably similar damage to burning, exploding wreckage of helicopter does to her. She yeah, is burning alive when she passes out. I've seen what helicopter blades can do to humans. I can only imagine. Um, I would use the airplane blade in the Indiana Jones movie as my reference. 
because that's the closest thing I have. Gonna make this PSA. Helicopter rides are not romantic. Do not get on helicopters, guys. They are not. They are just beating the air into submission. Just let it be. (laughs) Helicopters are the worst. Yeah, hot air balloons are where it's at. Hot air balloons, even more terrifying. (laughs) I'm just my. Oh my god, the number. Is how many times have you made a bird ingestion claim on a hot air balloon ride? I bet it's zero. Because if if a bird flies in there, dinner. Not if it's got sharp talons and it goes feet first. But that's not an ingestion, right? I don't. You. It doesn't suck. No, it's not. But also, do you know how quickly <laughs> things burn? Things burn so quickly. All right. People burn quickly. Turn down the heat a little bit if you see the bird coming. I just there's a chart somewhere that I had to learn that was like who has control of airspace mostly by like who can actually navigate an airspace and helicopters are like really far on the like just avoid the fuck out of them, like go around them because they only move up and down. They just don't go near them. They don't, don't only think... move up and down. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> but they beat the air into submission. Don't get on a fucking helicopter, okay? <laughs> if they only went up and down, they would be much less useful for travel. I'm just saying. Flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if the earth were flat, you would still need to go side to side. I'm not a flat flat earther. I am a Are you serious? close mooner. Look. We just read Discworld for JBC and some, I think it, I don't remember if it was Stephanie or Ollie. One of them was like, this is a great book for people who are flat earthers. And my first thought was you. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I that's, that's my bit. I'm, I'm totally not using that bit anymore. I'm on tiny close moon now. Hold no, no, me no. closer, tiny close moon. <laughs> birds are robots. That's what we're going with now. There are no real birds. Uh, you know what? Uh, same person I was talking to about the centaur made that same comment and then immediately yelled out right after he's like you ever seen a baby pigeon and i was like no oh gosh i haven't i feel like i'm on a government watch list just for associating with the (laughs) two of you in the last three minutes of this podcast today i had to deal with the fact that there were okay so Although in this government, I think the watch lists are the re-election campaign mailing lists. So who knows? <laughs> apparently, I'm gonna like. Apparently, I can still vote absentee. Apparently, my mother got something so that I can vote absentee in this election. Apparently, I'm still registered to vote. Um, no, the pigeons and an owl are trying to make a nest on my damn air conditioner. That's right there. Together. No, what does a, a baby times. pigeon owl hybrid look like? It's an owl. Times. I just know that I hear That's the a, owl. A- during the Powell. night. It's an Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell, yes. Why do I talk we'll to name, you two? We'll Why? name him Reginald Bell Johnson. <laughs> do I talk to you two? <laughs> I killed a kid. <laughs> For the record, we're recording this after we recorded episodes three and four of Alternatives. <laughs> Just so you know, this is the callback to that, which you do haven't you know heard yet. how frequently I think about the fact that you killed someone? <laughs> so frequently (laughs) let me also tell you that i have obtained it has arrived the arbachi ball set yeah you sent us a picture yeah 
I also our was bocce like, ball set. Hang on. Yes, it's it's a it's a community bocce ball set. <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, I have researched the size of a bocce ball corp. We'll call it. This some bitch is ninety one feet. How big is your backyard? Not ninety one <laughs> feet. I was like, oh my god, ninety one feet. But then right right under that, it says, or just you know. Whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to go with whatever. Bocce does not sound like the most exacting of sports. No. It's, it turns out it's very much not. Like, if you're going to play in, like, a professional bocce league, it'll be 91 by 13. I'm sorry. Are but there you know what? professional bocce There's leagues? professional everything. You're not wrong. Now, professional nice. bocce is right next to regulation hacky sack. I was going to go with in terms professional of words golf, that- but... No, there was a video of a guy floating around. Wow, well, impressive. He could fly. No, no, there, there was a video going around of a bocce shot that was, like, really amazing. Like, and I don't know if it was, like, my curling friends that were sending it to me, but it was, like, it's like, oh, my God, how did he do that kind of shot? But it was, a, it ended up going around people that didn't even, like, we didn't even know what we were looking at when we saw it. It was just an amazing shot, and you could tell it. I'll see if I can find that video. I always picture bludgers from the Harry Potter movies when mm-hmm. I picture bocce balls. Same. Bludgers? Do you think that makes bocce wizard curling or is bo- is is curling wizard bocce? I like the first one. Okay. Wizard, I mean, curling, I wizard think, came curling. first. Muggles curl wizards bocce? <laughs> Probably. Okay, here we go. I found it. What did you find? Oh, I thought you were talking about bludgers for some reason. And I'll send it to MJ without context. Because that'll be fun. I feel like we all kind of do that. The World Indoor Bowls Championship sounds like something that is held every year on April 20th. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at a bowling alley. Those bitches are insane. Like... They're scary. They've made me cry. Professional bowlers are terrifying. Do they like to insult people by calling them pinheads? No. They just like to, like, if they're not having a good night, it is entirely your fault. And you have to have a tough skin. And sometimes they get really drunk and get in your face. Is it pinheads or penheads? I don't know what the difference is between what you just said. Sorry. Random thought. Um... No, you have to okay. explain that. No, it was just a, a joke about the pen pen thing. Where everybody oh. tells me that pen and pen are pronounced differently and I don't hear it. Okay, let's get back to this book. It's a good Did idea. We read a book? I'm not used to my episodes. That was a being long tangent. Off, yeah. Off off kilter. So anything else we want to talk about with this book? Um, There's no way we have an hour's worth of stuff that, that after I cut. We gotta talk no. a little. Oh no, we're only at an hour three, as is with all that. I know. Here is here is something we have not talked about yet. We get a car ride with Cassie and her mother. Lord. And we get the strangest, and I feel like a very specific latter half of twentieth century kind of strange domestic sexist take on Cassie's mom. She can't talk and drive at the same time? You think that's sexist? 
I feel like I feel like there is a portrayal of women from like the sixties through the nineties of cannot talk and drive at the same time that is a sexist thing, yes. I did not read it that way. I read it very much as she found it oddly embarrassing about her mom specifically. I don't think oh, totally the book presents it as I think that it is there at all as a specific cultural sexism of the time. Which is funny, like the I mean I haven't heard my entire life how women can't drive. And and to be fair, I am in that statistic entirely because I can't fucking drive. But my brother's insurance is, like, higher than mine ever was, even after accidents. That's not true. It's still pretty high, though. Just a weird, weird... There's a word I'm looking for that I'm totally drawing a blank on. cultural acceptance that doesn't get reflected yeah yeah double standards not the right word i'm looking for well i mean i would imagine the insurance tables are higher for especially younger male drivers because they are in fact the riskier drivers to insure i'm sure they are i just it's still something that has always baffled because i'm a terrible driver we learn a lot about Cassie's mom compared to the other parents. Other she... than maybe Rachel's parents, yeah, yeah, like those are the ones we get. I feel like the most just day to day time with. Like she's really badass. She doesn't like most '90s music, or she doesn't find it appropriate. If a buffalo gets away, she's the one who gets to go hold the trank gun in the helicopter and hunt it down. Yeah. Tim, you have to talk. No, I, well, I was just thinking about how I really want to be the guy. Like, I don't want to shoot an animal with a trank gun, but it would be awesome to shoot a trank gun from a helicopter, if that makes sense. Like, I got nothing against an animal. I don't need to shoot an animal. You just want to be the guy that's hanging out of the helicopter with yeah. the sunglasses on and a trank gun. Yeah, like somebody tape a paper target to an RC car and have it roll around and see if I can hit it. Hey, Reggie, and fire up the drone! Yeah! I'm gonna chase it in my chopper! Awesome. How good of a shot do you think you'd be? Um, I'm an okay shot stationary. I have never taken a shot moving. So, I would assume terrible. Fair. Having never done it, like I, I imagine there's probably an art to that that I have just no basis to think I would have any talent at. And I feel like from the helicopter in particular, shooting a dart, you're gonna have uh some trouble staying on trajectory. Yeah. While yeah, the air is being no... beaten into submission. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a lot of variables happening there, so but it'd still be fun to go try it. Do not no. get in a helicopter and try this, please. Like, just don't. I mean, like, the odds of anybody letting me do this is pretty pretty low. And the odds of me saying no to it if somebody does is even lower. I mean, I am sitting here trying to decide if that is covered by general helicopter insurance or not. But but you know what would happen, right? Bird ingestion. Helicopter down. And me thinking, <laughs> oh, the cruel irony the whole way. <laughs> All right, you can join Kobe. Too soon. Oh. But, yeah. 
I was going to say something, then I get really distracted by all that. By Tim skeet shooting from the yeah. helicopter? Yeah. Oh, are the Chi the new Elemis bullshit? I feel like the Chi yeah, are the... Well, definitely a convenient mechanic for the story. I don't feel like they're Elemis bullshit so much as, well, this is going to take more than four hours. Yeah. No, it's more the, it, like, the filling in while they go on missions, I really like that. That's fine. I think that's a great way for the Chi to help out, considering their pacifist ways. It's more of, like, it seems pretty frequent that Eric's the one coming forward to be like, shit's going down, guys. Which I get it. He's pretending to be a controller and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, also, it's just so convenient. More, more out of left field is the oh yeah the chi whipped up a device that temporarily mimics morphing energy to buy us i don't know like three pages yeah like if they could do that why is this such a problem do you really get to call yourself a pacifist if you sit on one side of a war and actively aid in that war I feel like that is going to go down a road that we do not want to yeah, go down. No, it's a, it's a, it's a... And then every now and then, Tim becomes Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cassie has great abilities to compartmentalize. I must be drunk. I just defended Cassie. I am uncomfortable <laughs> with this. So this is the episode where Tim sounds like Cassie, Meg defends Cassie, <laughs> and I challenge Cassie's hypocrisy for killing aliens, but not wanting to kill this buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. The not killing the buffalo versus the killing the aliens makes sense to me. It does me too. Which is really making me uncomfortable. But it doesn't to me because buffaloes don't have cognition. Here's the thing. Um, No, one is a pure innocent and caught in the wrong spot in the wrong place and time and the other... You don't know that he doesn't have cognition now. Because when he morphs human, I mean, who knows? He may... I mean, maybe I'm, when he morphs human, but... Yeah. I'm just really tired of Cassie books being this question of, like, morality. I I don't have the problem with there being moral. I just feel like this one it poorly executes the moral questions. I think a lot of them do, though. Um, And I don't know if that's just maybe me... I think it's hard like, to do it for I, teenage I enjoy, kids. I enjoy, like, theoretical, like impossible situations like where you have to try and debate like what's the right and what's the wrong of it i enjoy that but a lot of these are like no that doesn't quite hit the mark as one of those things you know what i'm like that's not something that i would have stopped and given a whole bunch of thought to and maybe that is maybe that's just an age thing i mean the hork bajir are no less innocent than the buffalo is my main sticking point and i'm i recognize the reality of they have to fight the hork bajir right no i get where you're coming from But also, yeah, like, if she I'll, I'll tell you. keeps pulling that card, she's going to get them killed. Like, that is the and same it, card she's been pulling since, like, book 19. It's it's a, the same thing. Like, I I just said that I agreed with, with Meg and that I can I can draw the distinction between the two. I can also tell you, Alex, that you're not wrong. No, Alex like, isn't wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it is hypocritical. And like, my, but my main also, objection is really just... This book doesn't even acknowledge it, and it goes back and forth so much between save this, kill them, save this, kill them. Like, yeah, what's I lose the point at the end of the day in the writing. 
I think part of it is coming down to the point that she's been fighting these pork brigadier and like having to divide between the two. You're not wrong. Completely yeah. like agree with you but, on that. Yeah, but that, she's been that's fighting it. them for so long. And she's having to fight them now. Like, if she doesn't I just, kill them, they'll kill her. I feel like if she was still questioning that internally, she'd go insane by this point. No, I get it. I get, yeah. like you said earlier, she is great at compartmentalizing. Yeah. I just... You're not wrong. It is, yeah. like, a weird... It but is a like, weird thing of Cassie books that she gets so fixated on one thing. And she's like, this is this is more important than humanity it's being also, saved. It's also, like, an active, active threat versus a passive threat. That's what like I was. The buffalo yeah. is very much as a like. Yes, we can't allow it to fall into the wrong hands, which I guess, in effect, doesn't mean it has to die. But good luck coming up with a way, other than it having to die. You know. I it's mean, nothlet really... it. You, you could nothlet it. But it only but not has as a human. one morph. That's it. That you'd have to give it another morph. How do you convince it to touch something else? That's why it's probably got to die. Also, you know, I really don't like, like the fact that, like, the solution here is that the Yerks killed it. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the, the seagull at the end. Like, it takes the the act of yeah. decision-making out of anyone. Yes. Period, basically. Out this of anyone. This is true. No one has to live with that guilt of having to kill the buffalo. Plus, we never got the moment of Hedrick Chapman meeting a very hairy heady. Which I great. thought we were going to work towards. That would have been so good. Or Visser 3 finding Chapman's dead body. That would have or Visser 3 having a conversation with <laughs> Chapman that can't speak, can only grunt. That's the other one that I thought was going to be just a great interaction. Well, and clearly it doesn't take a lot for Hetty to acquire things. Because he also accidentally acquires Visser 3, which we have not yeah. talked yeah, about. Yeah, the fact that, yeah. I, like, mostly because I keep blocking that part out. Because, like, the fact that Visser 3 lets it get close enough to acquire it is just... I don't understand. Yeah. Like, you can't... Visitor 3 is this big bad villain and a fucking buffalo. Yeah. And, like, the the buffalo, like, like pretty much, like, stays with him in the fight for a little while. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I... This no, 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 Tim. The buffalo does not stay with him. The buffalo takes body blow after body blow, keeps no, going, that's... and then knocks him fucking unconscious. The buffalo wins the like, fight. <laughs> I, I don't know. The buffalo the buffalo did, so I don't know that we could say that. But yeah, in that The buffalo's that dead fight, because of someone like over a hundred yards away slashed it with a fucking laser beam. Not because of Visitor Three. Hard for me to call that guy the winner though. Oh. Also, maybe it's a, a fake Visitor Three. But uh, what? Was it I mean Okay. Nope, never mind. I'm thinking Visor 1. Visor 1's on a different planet right now. I want to read yeah. the book where Esplan 9466 Beta <laughs> finds the morphed buffalo in Visor 3's body, and we get mirror Visor 3's fighting each other with twin yurks. Okay. So. <laughs> the, the buffalo morphs the Andalite. The Yerk climbs into the Andalite, Nothlet's the Andalite. We can have an entire book series of this. I love this. And continues to cannibalize other Yerks. This is great. 
Yes. Yes. Because let dead. us not forget that S blood nine four six six beta is a cannibal and is dead. He's just resting, yeah, pining for the fjords. I don't, I don't think we ever established that he was dead. Um, no, Cassie <laughs> definitely killed him. But I just Jake feel like him. that. I thought Jake killed him. Didn't Jake kill him? I don't. No, Cassie killed him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has the become its own is... segment. <laughs> The Animorphs group on Facebook recently also had this discussion where it was like, what do you think happened to Visitor 3's twin? And a lot of people, there were a lot of things, a lot of people were like, Jake killed him. And I was like, Cassie fucking killed him. There's no question about it. The end. Like, fuck all you guys. Um, I just feel like the earlier books, they, I don't want to say had more at stake. So I don't feel like they have less at stake, but it was more existential crisis personal maybe is a word i mean like tobias almost fucking commits suicide in book three they can't make a decision on killing a buffalo in book 39 they have to let the yurks do it it's not just a buffalo the buffalo petty whatever Mm -hmm. um is this also why i'm a super villain is this... <laughs> yeah, but I don't think... Okay, let's say it's not a buff a human. Let's say it's just a buffalo. If you don't think Cassie would pause... It's not that... It's not know? Cassie that concerns me. It's everybody else letting Cassie be, like, this wishy-washy. Letting her be? I'm sorry. Why doesn't Rachel or Jake or Marco, of all people, just be like, okay, you no longer get a say. You go stand over there, turn around, cover your ears... The buffalo will be gone when you turn back around. It's fine. It's fine. I think it has to be Rachel just to tee up Marco delivering as the closing line of the book. Twas beauty killed the beast. <laughs> I'm fine with this. I don't. Played I, by a I very young Jack Black. I feel like if they were to treat Cassie in that manner, that's how you get super villains. That Cassie would be a supervillain, or the rest of yeah. them. Yeah, but she'd be like a like a animal activist slash supervillain. Do you think Jake turns into a supervillain by the end of this? No. You sound disappointed. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Based no. on how you played him in the RPG, do you think? Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying he should have at least thought a little more about how he killed that dude. Kevin Spacey was... hat, not Kevin Spacey, Jesus. Jesus, uh, what? Yeah, I don't, it's just randomly. No, who was it we decided he looked like? Men who stare at goats? Oh, George Clooney? Thank you. George Clooney had a family. <laughs> <laughs> the other homeless people? His chosen family? I don't know, but there were people who cared deeply for George Clooney and Tim killed him. No, you know what George Clooney was doing in the first book? George Clooney was chilling in a building. I imagine he had a little bit of a little bit of alcohol. Whatever. He's just sitting in that building, not hurting nobody. It's in a modern day ruin. It's just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, Jake runs by and brings this like horrible like alien mob behind him. Yeah, George you're not Clooney. Wrong. You know what he doesn't do? Hey, doesn't I'm over here. <laughs> George Clooney, known urban exploration activist. <laughs> Slash alcoholic? No, it, he's not an alcoholic. He just had a little bit. You okay. Know, little, little taste. He's ending up hanging out in an abandoned building, so I don't know. 
Maybe add a little more than a taste. <laughs> He's ran out of money quick. Yeah. I just this book is a good idea. And I Yeah. I don't doubt that. It's just so badly executed. Are you sure we've talked enough about how hairy morphed version of Hedrick Chapman is? Because I really want to dig down into that image. (laughs) Unless you're going to draw it. I'm not, because the logic here had to be, we can't write a book for for teenager, preteen audiences about these kids hanging out with a nude man in the woods. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just make him very furry? Can I get a shitty buffa human this week? I mean, if I were to draw one, that would be the only kind I drew. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play Chapman in this? George Clooney. No, I don't feel like you get to get that easy of a pass. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. I've been watching a lot of I, Claudius, and I've made it through the Patrick Stewart arc. He plays a villain in it. He makes a very good villain. I believe that. Also, I feel like Ian McKellen would just do this. <laughs> um, who played Red Skull? Ralph Fiennes? Which time? No, that wasn't Red Skull. Red Skull in um the, the first Captain America movie. Was it not Ralph Fiennes? No. It was the guy from Lord of the Rings, the elf. No. Oh, I was thinking Orlando Bloom. It's definitely not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> no. Hugo Weaving? It was Hugo Weaving. Oh. That's who should be Chapman. I always confuse Hugo Weaving and Ralph Fiennes. I think because at one point Hugo Weaving was supposed to play Voldemort. Interesting. Um, an interesting Voldemort. I think I heard that too, actually, now that you mention that. But... um. Yeah, he did not play Red Skull in the new Avengers movie. No. But that guy who did, did a stellar job. There's a thing going around on Twitter right now of, like, an audience from opening weekend watching particular scenes of the new Avengers. I teared up watching that. I cried so hard. Really? I, I saw the clip, or, like, the link to it, but I haven't, I haven't opened it or anything yet. Listen... If Alex and I have one thing in common, is that really good, happy things make us just burst into tears. Yeah. Yeah. And people being really excited about Captain America or just hearing the words on your left. Just occasionally. Oh, on your left. On your left still makes me, yeah. Every time. Every single clip of that made me cry. Okay, I'll watch it. And I'm sitting here going, how many times did I see Endgame? I think I saw it three times in theater. I've seen it once. I need to rewatch it. The problem with rewatching Endgame is I have to rewatch Infinity War first, and I hated Infinity War. And then you just might as well start back over with Iron Man. Wait. Hold on. You hated Infinity War? There were things about it I liked, but Star Lord's an insufferable little. There's a lot of complaints about both Avenger movies that I can make. I would have told you that Infinity War was a thousand times better than Endgame. No, Star Lord's a pain in the ass. Gamora gets really shitty treatment for supposedly being the biggest badass in the galaxy. The Thanos-loving Gamora thing is shoehorned in and makes no sense. Um, And all of this still better than Endgame. No! 
Yeah. No. Both of them have a lot of issues. It doesn't matter. An audience being really fucking excited on Captain America holding Thor's hammer. Yeah. Dude, they blew through that so quick. That got like... That got like two seconds of screen time. And I'm like, you've been building for 20 movies up to this one moment. And it's on screen for like two seconds. No, it was longer than that. It's longer than okay, that. Okay, four seconds. It's not as long as it deserved to be. Mm. No, was a you know what else is not as long as it deserves to be? A lot of things in that movie, yeah. okay? The, that, that thing is a monumental moment that we're building towards for 20 years of these movies and for 40 years? years of my life. <laughs> I've been waiting for Captain America on screen to wield Mjolnir. What you don't know at home is that Tim was born in 2007 and ages two years for every (laughs) regular human year. No, Three years for every regular human year. If you were to take all my Funko Pops and told me I could only keep like four or five Captain America holding Thor's hammer would be one of them. (laughs) I thought you were going to say if I could only keep four or five of Captain America holding Thor's hammer, (laughs) I wouldn't be able to pin. I love that it's not if you could only keep one. He's like, if you could keep four. I'm not going to say one. Or five. I've got I've got several that I wouldn't. It might be Superman Red Sun. That would really? only let me have one. Yeah. Of all of them, that is not what I expected. I, I love that story. Hey, we're off the rails again. We yeah. are. So might as well move on to wait, anything else we want to talk about. Uh, we talked about Cassie's mom. We talked about Harry Hedrick. We did. No, I think we're done. Okay. Got any animal facts, Alex? Um, Alex? I'm going to be honest. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit on this one because, uh, well, most animal articles coming out right now are related to COVID-19. You know, I'm fine just talking about all the animals that are seeing each other for the first time ever. That's fine. The penguins wandering around. The dogs running uh, around the aquarium. Local Humane Society, great. yeah, had the puppies running around the aquarium, yeah. and I thought it was fantastic. Um, the seals seeing a lizard for the first time. It's all so good. Mm-hmm. The fact that the, pink- the the panda bears are finally fucking, it's all just so wonderful. There are no longer humans watching us. We can get it on. It's, yeah. it's amazing, you know? Nature thrives. Yeah, but it's the penguins walking downstairs that's the best. It is so good. I don't know. Have you seen the one of penguins getting weighed? No. No. There's one of penguins getting weighed in at, I think it's the St. Louis Zoo? Alex, I am very disappointed in you. I have made it very clear that all animal penguin stuff like this you should be sending me. Look, I was keeping this one in the chamber when it was really needed, thank you. Sunday. It was needed really badly on Sunday. Yeah, I saw it, like, earlier today. Oh, okay. Um, If I'd had it Sunday, I'd have used it Sunday. I appreciate that. But the first penguin who gets up there uh, to be weighed, the the zookeeper calls him a good boy, and he immediately, like, like brays in her face, going, Ha! Ah! Ah! <laughs> I did not appreciate the fact that the buffalo, she's like, you're a good boy. And then he died. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? This is a serious moment. Why am Why I are you villain? laughing at this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it did lead into some weird old yeller territory for a moment there. <laughs> it does. I gotta take the buffalo behind the barn and dragon him. Guys, this is a weird book. <laughs> it is a weird book. 
book. It's like they don't know what to do with Cassie anymore. It's like they don't know what to do with most of them anymore. And it's making me sad. Yeah, but like consistently the only one who can re- can write Cassie is K.A. Applegate. That is very true. Probably because she really is Cassie. Yeah. IRL. Was that the animal fact? Was the penguins getting white? Sure, we'll go with that. I had something lame about x-rays of turtle skulls showing weird head shapes. Turtles got weird skulls. Okay. I mean, look, if we really want to get into Alex talking about animals this week, we're going to start trading prices of bells and Animal Crossing games. (laughs) I've gotten very into Animal Crossing since last we recorded a normal episode of this. Yeah, I'm not playing Animal Crossing, but I definitely am playing a lot of Don't Starve, which had these really weird... They're called Tall Birds, I think, but they're definitely just an eyeball with really long legs. And they lay eggs as well. Do the eggs look like little eyeballs? No, they're like green and splotchy and it scared the shit out of me. And I was definitely on the phone with Red and maybe scared Red. (laughs) It definitely would have scared me, because I am easily startled. And I'm still, Persona is still downloading. That's what I'm going to do when we finish recording. I'm going to play more Persona. You're going to have to let me know how it is. So far, very good. Yeah, I've got like three people now telling me how it is. For some reason, I only thought I knew one person that was playing this game. Apparently, I know a lot of people. I am totally just like stalling as I look to make sure we have no... We have no listener questions. We have no new reviews or ratings on Apple Podcasts. All right, Tim Deer, it is time for your predictions. Okay. Do you even know what book is next? Yeah, it's 40. No. Yes. No, I thought Megamorphs came after this. No, 40, then Megamorphs. Okay. Oh, okay. And it is 40, and I'm going to make a grammatical check here. Here, I will double check very quickly. I am checking the list. Don't worry. But you are we've... right. It is me- It is the other. That's what I wanted to see, if it was the other or the others. The other. The, the other. others is a is... weird movie. Admittedly, I was also looking in the back of the book where it's got text for the other and where it's got text for Alternomorphs number two. So, the next book is called The Other. Which can only mean one thing. Is that we finally get to see Animorphs with goatees. It's got to be <laughs> Evil Mirror Universe Animorphs. I feel they like until you an... watch this community episode, <laughs> you cannot make this reference or this joke oh, at me. This, uh, do you know how long I've been watching Star Trek? I don't care. I'm just saying. I don't care um, if you've been watching it for 40 years. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I do sometimes, I am not today, but one of my, like, lounging around the house t-shirts is a Mirror Mirror Spock Evil Spock t-shirt yes. from, like, a loot yes. crate. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Evil Universe Animorphs, or ev- I'll even go throw in that it may be an evil alternate timeline. Why would a Marco book and not a Jake book be an alternate evil timeline? Because Marco is most likely a visitor from an alternate evil timeline. <laughs> I am not asking you, Alex. Please do not oh. help. Okay. All right. Well, then it's probably because Marco is most likely a visitor from the alternate evil timeline. I'm glad you can pair it. Yes. 
I've gotten good at it. You're a real, uh, you're a real parrot Buffahead? human. Buffa parrot. Buff, buffet head. There we go. That was it. A callback to an hour and a half ago? Parrot human. Now, if you're listening and you think, that wasn't an hour and a half ago. For us, it was. <laughs> we got very off topic in the middle. Oops. Listen, there's no a... one's gonna believe that me and Alex got off topic. No, you know what else? Not there's a... the fact that I'm hosting this episode and I let you guys get off topic. <laughs> this is a problem. <laughs> this is a world we live in. What Meg isn't telling us is she's missed talking to us, and this is fun for her. You know what? You and else? I played Jackbox last night. Okay, fine. She hasn't talked to Tim, and this is fun for her. I see how it is. <laughs> No, that's insulting. I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> there is also an ad in the back for this, Tim. In the back of this, Tim, for the Animorphs PlayStation game. I forgot uh, about which that. Which I have. You have the game? I Yes, I found very cheap and I bought the game. Do you have a PlayStation? I not yet. <laughs> I've which got a PS2. Which does it work on? Hold on. I've been trying it's... to get you to get a PlayStation 4. Yeah, but it's a PlayStation it's PlayStation 1. And I don't think the PlayStation 4 goes back. It doesn't. You it can doesn't. play... That's not the point. You can play it on a so... PS2, which I have one of here. Do you have one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that. I also didn't want to play it. I was going to find the computer game also. Computer I may game have found it. I don't is know. great. But I didn't want to play any of them until I was greenlit to play them. That's to be cool. fair, also, Tim tried, like, two Christmases ago when we all recorded it once to have us all get together and play it. Yeah. <sighs> Someday, when I'm allowed to visit people again. But we have the board game still, too, that we have to play. Can we turn that into a drinking game? I'm sure. Cool. You know what really pisses me off? The description of Book 40, because I don't actually remember Book 40... I got a feeling I gave up at some point around 30 the first time. The description of 40 is, Ax and the Animorphs find new hope when they learn that he is not the only non-infected Andalite on Earth. This is not the first time they've had that happen. I am so annoyed that they're acting like this is a new yeah, thing. Wasn't the one where Cassie had to save him? Because he had an illness or something? Was that a Cassie book? That was a Cassie book, but that wasn't another Andalite. Like, recently there were other Andalites on Earth. Oh, yeah, no. Yes. So the the longer description from the back of this book, and this is the caveat emptor. Lately, these descriptions have not been that on topic for what the books have actually been. This is true. Everyone thought Visser Three and X were the only Andalites on Earth. Clearly until now. not. The last uh, Axe book had him falling. <laughs> And I a mean, crush on another no. Andalite. I'm assuming the missing word here would be stranded on Earth. Yeah, I like how Meg has decided to argue with the book now. An Andalite has been discovered on home video and shown on TV. Will he Big join thing. the Animorphs in conquering the Yerks? Or is he really part of a cunning trap to destroy the Animorphs? Why is this a Marco book and why is the... Okay, what do you think the morph on the cover is? Bigfoot. It's a Yeti. Tim? Yeah. If I have learned anything from doing Alternomorphs with you, it is that you have a questionable grasp of what animals actually exist. <laughs> but do you think Yetis are real? You know what? Where's the proof that they're not? I can't argue that. 
No. Um, so what would the morph on the cover be of a book where they have a camera shot of an andalite? That could be literally anything. I'll give you a hint. Think Transformers. Oh, that's okay. Well, I immediately go to the, uh, either Bumblebee or a Dinobot. Okay. But I don't think it's a Megamorph, so I'm going to rule out the Dinobot, so we'll go with the Bumblebee. There you go. Yeah. Speak in your language now. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was waiting for... Marco morphs into Optimus Prime? <laughs> I really was waiting for that, too. Like, my first thought was Tim's going to go with Optimus Prime. You had me at Leonard Nimoy. We would like to thank Red Sphinx for our show art. If you are interested in getting some cool art, email c.sphinx.animator at gmail.com or visit Chaos Does Art on Instagram. I don't feel like they've posted a lot recently on Instagram, but honestly, if you go on Discord and just ask for any AU Bill stuff, they'll just shower you with stuff it's so wonderful specifically bill cypher not like any character named bill no yeah sorry it's bill cypher and you probably can't ask for bill and Sookie unless it's bill cypher and Sookie. man Sookie. do you know how close i got the other day to trying to decide if i wanted to watch slash reread true blood and do you oh i the series that convinced me that i don't have to actually follow a series if i get tired of it is true blood I mostly just wanted to see if I could get Tim to say Sookie in that voice again and succeed. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I get to bitch about how bad that last book was. It was so bad. I say if you want vampire drama about vampires not trying to kill humans. Oh, I just got uh, a new vampire book. Read Redneck or listen to the Panelology episode about it. Redneck is good. Also, Grady Hendrix just put out a new book today. I have to start rereading Redneck. So that I can listen to Same. I think I've only read the first maybe two arcs. I'm a few issues behind. I'm just going to start over and read through all of it again. We should give Meg somewhere to clean to cut back in and all of that. The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. That's Grady Hendrick's new vampire book that I'm really excited about. Peep our social meets at Minds at Yerk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us some questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at mindsatyerk at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on social media. Website is mindsatyerk.com. Spell Yerk, Y-E-E-R-K. Please send us something. I am dying. Isolation <laughs> sucks. If you don't send us things, Meg has to deal with Tim and me vamping for unusable <laughs> amounts of time. <laughs> you could also join our Discord. If you um, can't find the link on social media, then just poke us on the social media and one of us aka me we'll drop a link uh if you would like us and want to help us out rate and review us on apple Podcasts, we are available on apple podcast google play stitcher podbean or any podcatcher of choice alex we are up to you i know it's been a while are we not plugging stuff oh i guess it is time plugs? for plugs oh i guess we really should plug if you're going to be cross podcasting cross-podcasting. Tim's coming on Judging Book Covers this month. Oh, right. Well, Tim, plug that. Okay, I got several things. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, well, not really several things, just several things that I want people to do. Uh, I'm going to be on an upcoming episode of Judging Book Covers, so everybody should go listen to that. That is not Alex. To... Everybody that is not Alex should go listen. Alex should not listen. 
Oh, Alex. No, no, no. Alex should absolutely not. I didn't think about that. Yes, because it, it's very much pertaining to Veronica Mars, and it would spoil stuff for oh. you. So, yeah. yes, you should not listen to it. That took me a minute. I'm sorry. I'll catch up. Um, everybody should go to hauntedgriffin.com because Haunted Griffin is great. I do some stuff on Haunted Griffin, and you should join that Discord and the Minds at York Discord. Uh, I'm also going to go ahead and say that I think um, my the short story anthology that I'm in maybe is going to go out of print after this month. It is currently 99 cents on Kindle if you are interested in checking that out. Uh, also, judging book covers is great. Stephanie's the best. We had Ollie on what will be last week when this is released. And just like Tim said, he'll be on next week. Alex? Ollie, also the best. Ollie's great. Ollie is one of my favorite people. Also plays Jackbox with us occasionally on Discord. Panelology <laughs> uh, is a weekly comics review podcast. That description is still accurate and that it is still a weekly podcast that reviews comics. But instead of reviewing weekly comics, we're now going back and hitting up some stuff we have not talked about enough. Reading trades and original graphic novels and all that, because... The comics industry is basically on pause right now. Um, when this comes out, we'll have talked about Redneck and the 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ongoing. Hey, did recently. you see uh, which comics got nominated for Hugo? Paper Girls and Wicked and Divine. Just saying, we need to finish. Also, so did Die and Monstrous. Oh, cool. Did does did that drop this week? The Hugo Award nomination? I think they earlier today. today. I haven't seen them yet, but yeah. awesome. Oh, oh, today. Yeah, okay. it's always fun to see how many of those I've actually read. Um, remind myself I need to read Wicked and Divine. The Rob Thomas, no, not that one. Rob Cast is friend of the show MJ, who you have heard on this and on our Alternomorphs episodes, uh, and me talking about. The works of Rob Thomas, starting with Veronica Mars. We are approaching the end of season one. Yeah, I started the Mad episode today and I had to stop because I forgot how terrible Tad is. Oh, the Mad episode. I think it's called Mad because it just makes me progressively more mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's well written, but it is enraging. And then, yes, we've been putting out Alternomorphs. Uh, those are going to keep coming out on our off weeks for a while. Hey, while we're quarantined, this is, I did not prep you guys for this at all. Anything fun or, like, entertaining or distracting that you guys have absorbed or, I don't know, any kind of entertainment you just want to recommend really quick for while um, people are binging slash just needing a break? Sure, I can rattle some things off because I've been doing a lot of that myself. Uh, I've already mentioned Animal Crossing. Meg and I have talked about Persona 5. Royal just came out. Uh, if you haven't played it before, just jump straight to this version of it. It's the same game, but with a bunch of stuff added in and made better and more complete, usually, is the way Atlas does that. Um, I dropped so much money on that. You bought the edition that had all the DLC? I did. That's cool. I mean, I'll end up doing the same, so you'll have come out ahead. Um, hey, if you want comics recommendations, just at me on Twitter and I will ask you what things you like and throw some things at you. Uh, there are lots of sales and things going on. Um, in particular, TKO and Black Mask, if you order through their websites, will let you pick your comic shop to get half of the profit from that book to help out comic shops that are struggling right now. Um... 
and they both put out good work. Uh, I have been rewatching a lot of Scrubs. That is wild. What about uh, you, Tim? Anything that you're absorbing other than sleep? Uh, not nearly enough of that. Uh, no, it's like work, Ozark, sleep. Ozark. Work, sleep, work, that sleep, works. work, sleep, Ozark. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I've gotten in the past like two weeks, and it's not been hardly enough of that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shout out Community, which is fantastic. I um, just watched the first two episodes again today. I've started my rewatch of that. Uh, I'm also going to strangely shout out Zoe's extraordinary playlist, which I have been on the fence about. But this week they did an ASL episode or a song or an episode with an ASL song, and it is beautiful. Um, and I am also going to say that the only book series that I apparently can absorb is the Newsflash series, which talks about the zombie apocalypse 25 years after the zombie apocalypse, which seemed really ridiculous the first time I read it. A little less ridiculous with all the precautions that they take 25 years after zombie apocalypse. Ooh, another one. Vagrant Queen. Also good. If you want oh, goofy, fun yes. sci-fi. I need to refinish I'm that first to... episode. I need to get caught up on the comic, too. Um, You can definitely watch the show without reading the comic. Uh, although the comic is excellent and I strongly recommend. Uh, the first episode is fun. The second episode is where things really get to click because, like, the core trio is together. I didn't know the second one was out. Yeah. And I think it's available online somehow, too. I got an email from the publisher today about watching it for free online. Cool. I absolutely love Visagio books. Yes. Yes. Um, Like, every one that I've read has been fantastic. Meg, did you realize who plays Isaac on the show? Because I knew he looked familiar and did not place him. No. He's Mutt from Schitt's Creek. Oh, shit. Jen told me that yesterday. Oh, Schitt's Creek ends this week. So also, if you haven't watched any of Schitt's Creek, just if you need a really good feel, like, feel good show, Schitt's Creek's so good. So good. I am so... Stephanie told me an episode made her cry, and I got really nervous, and then she told me it was happy tears. And then I was like, why did I doubt this? Are you looking up Mutt? Yeah, I was double checking because okay. I had not confirmed. But yes, that is because I don't know why he's bearded in both. I started to be like, I didn't recognize him with a beard when Jen told me. I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. with a different no, color beard. No, that doesn't beard? make sense because he looks terrible without a beard. But yeah, um, Vagrant Queen, strong yeah. recommendation there. I gotta catch up on that. Cool. You ready to do your random line from the book? I am. I've got it right here. Somebody stop me. Now. No, but we're going to have to figure out something fast. I've been Megan. My name was Alex. I am the once in future Tim. One Tim to rule them all. One Tim to find them. One Tim to seek them out and in the darkness bind them. Oh shit, I have so many boom comics I have to read. And until then we fight.